Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. David was surely Israel's greatest king. The most terrible moment of his life came when he foolishly committed a great moral sin and tried to cover it at the cost of a human life. For two weary years he brooded under his secret shame and guilt, until at last the prophet Nathan, at God's bidding, came to him with a parable of a great man who had vast flocks, but when a visitor chanced by his door, rather than provide for him from his own sheep, he stole the only pet lamb of a neighbor and butchered it. David was outraged at the story, and his king pronounced a death sentence on the ingrate. Second Samuel twelve seven, And Nathan said to David, Thou art a man. Thou art the man. Terrible words, fateful words, words every guilt or sinner, and at one time or another that captures us all, needs to hear. David was lost in the soul sickness of his own heart and mind with the myriad contrived excuses he had fed his conscience to quiet its storms and the selfish pleasure he took in delighting in another man's treasure. It took a prophet to penetrate the dark clouds that covered him, it took divine authority to right his ship to understanding again of right and wrong. It always does. Nathan, as God's prophet, gathered up into one sharp, pointed, keen-edged, steel-bright sentence the very spirit of the whole ancient law with its way of individualizing the sinner and driving home to his conscience the awareness of wrongdoing. The fact is, we need another than our own voice to lay down the law of conduct and to point out breaches of it. Conscience is not a completely reliable guide. It is neither impartial nor all-knowing. Not being aware of good, or of evil rather, or not acknowledging it is not innocence. A person can sophisticate his conscience or bribe it or choke it or even sear it because these things are true. The person who is most in need of it and ought to be chastised by it is often the most immune to conscience. For instance, the biblical cubit was based on the approximate measure from the elbow to the tip of the middle finger. King Henry I of England gave us a unit we call foot based on the length of his own. The height of horses is measured in hands. One hand is set at four inches, and as you might guess, it came from being the width of some man's hand. That's the kind of way we humans have learned to measure things, and that's what we also tend to do when assessing right or wrong with our consciences. The result is that your measure or moral rectitude is likely to differ from the measure of the person beside you based on such factors as education, character, background, a thousand other things. We each need to send our conscience measurements back to the great division of weights and measures to have them trued up again, tuned and adjusted by the only perfect standard, which is the Bible. And we need inspired men and women of God to speak to us a message that stands above our own estimates of who we are. The one indispensable element of that voice from the throne is that it pierces the conscience and kindles the awareness of sin. The fundamental message of the gospel is deliverance and redemption. The beginning point for that message to be effective is an understanding of our overwhelming need of the shed blood and mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. A gospel that does not do what Nathan's parable did to David will never bring about a soul's salvation and is as useless as throwing marshmallows to someone who is drowning. 
Although it may sound harsh, it is the greatest kindness when Nathan stands before the king and in a flashing eye and stern, calm voice says, Thou art the man. Convicted David heard the prophet's burden and the same grace of God that sent his man to touch David's shriveled conscience gave him the grace to repent to the depth until his soul was purged and he found pardon and transformation in God's sight. It is the same with you and me. If the Lord in his mercy will help us to see where we are, we can ask him to purge us with hyssop as David until we can be clean and thus hope to meet him in peace. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 